This is the Make World Peace Hip Again episode. This episode where uh, for change, or maybe just as usual, we have some fantastic expertise in the house. We're going to hear uh, the whole thing about how the whole world is going through some crazy, crazy transitions in different parts of the planet, just while we are here locked up in our living room with our little screens around us we're gonna hear from the foreign correspondent the bad news messenger the traveler and the storyteller dr strange love and uh, myself father molotov who is as usual bringing a message of hope nonsense and music just in case before we all disappear to corona or some other disaster to make sure we enjoy it and uh, by the way I did some research and I found out that uh, there is not only some great corona music out there but there is also some pretty nice Ebola music of course so hear this Ebola music Now we start. L'Afrique est pleine de tristesse de voir nos familles mourir. Ne touchons pas nos malades, ne touchons pas nos mourants. This is Tiken Jafakoli, Amadou Mariam, Salif Keita, Omu Sangare, and others. Africa, stop Ebola. Ebola, 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 Ebola,
Big shout to all the listeners who are having dinner. I hope you washed your hands before dinner. Very first of May 2020, the year of the coronation. It's 9:21 p.m. in Europe, where I am in the middle, and uh, you're listening to Radio Kakak Live. I am your father Molotov, and uh, this this week we have a fantastic special guest, Doctor Strange Love, a fond person who is fond of nuclear weapons from uh, just purely theoretical point of view, it does not have a collection as far as I know and uh, it's uh, very fond of conflicts, not actively but more like uh, observing them and learning and spreading the knowledge so it's great that we're finally gonna have some knowledge spreading here after all the nonsense of the past weeks and uh, before I, I call her, I think it's a great uh, moment to share the news of the week. So we're over and done with it. All suffering is gone. Um, I don't have any uh, Ebola news this week, which is nice, because uh, all, all every week just talking about Ebola news is be over the top. Um, uh, let's see. Do you want to start with the good news or the bad news? Let me know. By the side, let's start with the neutral news. You can interpret it, good or bad, up to you. We have, I have a, a just a few news, big ones of the week. First one is that um, the European Union has come to some new agreement about joint reaction to Corona crisis. 
Yes, they actually made a, a, a great agreement and put together a budget of, I think, above 500 billion or even more that they are going to spend together uh, on uh, recovery from Corona, which is nice because uh, the European countries have been fighting a lot and I myself, Petrol Molotov, have been very worried about that because we need a strong Europe in this world that is falling apart and uh, I think this fight was uh, not giving any strong Europe but of course, even if the governments fight people are strong that's okay, but it's also nice when the governments don't fight and agree to do something together it's great uh, Europe's very useful for world peace I think um, so that's why also in Europe um, uh, uh, yeah I think uh, the corona situation is improving so people are going out so they don't listen to radio shows anymore finally I am just uh, talking uh, yeah I think uh, uh, here in the Netherlands Tomorrow they are going to open up a bit more. You can go to the bar, you can go to the restaurant, but max 30 clients. And uh, you have to wear a ma face mask in the, in the public transport. And uh, yeah, let's see, the schools will go open again. I think in Italy everybody is going around with these uh, face masks, or at least trying to. So one side, it's nice. Seems that the crisis is sort of going back to normality, but uh, on the other hand, yeah, you never know what happens next. Because uh, if the virus gets upset, it will get back at us. But we are ready, ready to handle it. We are now getting really proficient in being locked up and locked down. I have other news. Uh, except the fact that there's going these people in space from America. Big news because it was the first commercial space flight. If you missed it, very good. Don't follow the news. This is actually all I know. But maybe also very importantly related news is that uh, my friend Alex was watching yesterday the launch and uh, he did like uh, many of you here uh, on Radio Kakak Live he clicked on the wrong link and he watched uh, the launch from uh, three days before so in his life the launch didn't happen but it got cancelled because of bad weather how sad is that Netherlands is ready to go get a beer outside 
watching the stars and looking at the man on the stars. Whole of Italy is ready to go have pizza again at a safe distance. Meanwhile, another of my favorite countries, the United States of America, there was my favorite thing is that uh, finally started the fight between uh, our friend president, uh, clown president Trump and uh, social media giant companies. That's nice because he spreads, he kind of rules through Twitter with lies so that the whole real uh, news channels of the US are fully occupied uh, by trying to fact check what he said. While all the people, they don't read the news channel, they just read the social media, so they get all the lies. And uh, now for the first time this week, May 2020, Twitter put some flags on uh, the president's, the US president's uh, tweets saying, uh, if you read this, please double check the facts. And uh, the other one was like, this tweet is a bit uh, instigating violence, so we don't want you necessarily to read it. You can still read them, but um, it's quite an important thing because uh, Trump and other uh, politicians, which are not afraid to spread a lot of lies, have a very easy life since people get their information only on social media, where it's very easy to spread lies as opposed to the real media um, journalism so the fact that the social media or at least Twitter kind of started to say okay you know responded to the pressure from the people to stop spreading bullshit and because uh, basically yeah if you spread lies that sort of bullshit then um, it was very nice that uh they started a fight and then uh, he decided uh, the Trump made a law saying uh, how bad it is to well, he, he he made a law saying that then the social media then they have to be subject to all the normal media laws if they start to uh, to check all the information posted so now they're gonna start a fight and that's very nice because uh yeah, the situation as it was was not super nice, so things will adjust in some way or the other. But uh, I think right now the situation was not very good for the people because it was just giant companies and giant politicians which have not the interest of the people at heart but the interest of themselves uh, were getting a lot of advantage from the situation. And now people that requested more transparency people they requested more uh, more uh, yeah truth and less lies they are sort of getting their way because we're going in that direction that's very nice on the other end what was not very nice in the US there was um, riots yes because uh, again there was police violence on a dude that was unarmed and not really violent, he got killed by a policeman in a very brutal way during a check. Uh, 
and uh, of course uh, he was black so this happens over and over and there was riots starting everywhere and this is also the the chance for uh, Trump to put this tweet out saying if you start looting we're gonna start shooting and Twitter bla saying that oh, this is a bit over the top so while we're here just um, talking or listening to the radio and to the music there is some riots going on in uh, several cities of the US or maybe not maybe they're finished I'm not sure I also don't read the news too often it's not so healthy some more positive news here from the street out here from the garden we have great news uh, one of the chicken got broody so didn't want to leave the egg and uh, of course they wanted to make a chick but there is no chick but we in the end we managed to convince her to go take walks in the garden so the crisis is solved We also pruned the tree that we wanted to do for a long time, that's great. We harvested, Afka harvested uh, fresh garlic and we ate it on the grill. Fresh garlic from the garden, grew the whole winter and we ate it on the barbecue. That's nice. I also gave some kombucha to Isa, which is also very nice because um, yeah, you know, when there are these microorganisms that use people to spread and reproduce and uh, get their nutrition, then uh, it's nice to have this symbiosis. We drink tea from them. Kombucha is like tea, no? Tea is fermentating thing. And uh, yeah, and now it's also in Isa's house because it grows. It's the only fizzy drink that grows instead of shrinking in your fridge. Okay, enough enough nonsense, people. Now we start, for real. The, as you understand, there's no important news this week. So we can take the time to just uh, reflect. Reflect on the situation. There is an incredibly crazy transition going on in the world. There is the biggest recession ever. There is 
crazy pandemic that we didn't see for like a hundred years or something spreading everywhere nobody knows what to do nobody knows what this virus is about and of course uh, there are all the usual problems that we had before like um, inequality and exploitation of people climate change and destruction of ecosystems and exploitation of other species very sad but let's look on the bright side things are changing very fast and uh, we don't know how it's gonna happen so this radio show is the radio show where we try to take sides in what's happening and promote the good side there's obviously a good and a bad side people that tell you that it's all gray areas they know nothing there is of course black and white good and bad and the fight between good and bad is eternal and it's in your heart uh, but we support the bright side just like the stay homers the great corona band that emerged from a house in barcelona this is the bright side from the stay homers and then we're gonna call dr strangelove dr strangelove if you're there sorry for being late i'll call you right away so you can enlighten our audience sorry for sharing the wrong link this is the bright side Best Corona band, the Stay Homers. From now on, I'm just going to play Corona songs because I got a new batch of African Corona songs and also some African Ebola song. So get ready to get your Corona music culture highly increased tonight. So, who is Dr. Strangelove, who's going to enlighten us tonight about all things important, especially related to international security, which uh, is not like uh, bodyguards in airports, but it's more about how nations and, and uh, people 
across nations fight over things to be secure she's expert of conflicts she loves nuclear weapons is her hobby to know about it and we also were interested because if we think that corona is important we should really really think about nuclear weapons that's also very important uh, as a way I mean to destroy to, for people to destroy themselves in a ter terrible way uh, you know I, I'm all about spreading optimism over here listeners it's great to have you there and uh, I hope you will prepare some nice questions for our anonymous expert Dr. Strangelove in full anonymity although she is also a personality so don't guess who she is to protect her identity she has written articles about faraway wars and conflicts and uh, terrible things she's a very good bad news messenger so if you open the news and it's always bad news you know that somewhere there are bad news messengers that just go there observe things write them down for us to read them and feel bad yes we have one of them tonight a very good one and uh, yes she has written for all sorts of important international news I cannot name them but like you know you think oh this is very reliable news I read it on no 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 she probably wrote there and she is now working uh, she writes for a couple of uh, very important Dutch uh, newspapers <laughs> my offline listeners there I have two today there laughing at some joke they made 30 seconds ago I never know what it is because of the delay of streaming and uh, finally she now writes a lot for an important Dutch newspaper so there are just a few one of those and she's gonna be Africa correspondent or editor which is fantastic now I'm gonna call her and if I have the number right she will pick up and enlighten us now that is fantastic I'm gonna play this song and call her at the same time this is Ghanaian Corona music Tulenke and the song is called Corona I can't see all the shows you close it close it Joe to the bank and we can be on the book last flight to a sick room So you can't sue shows for stay home Make cash you cry lucky and make him rare Cause you're more than the MP that makes you low Family and so dodgy promoters Corona to a bow and no BS row Corona to a chair near my blow Corona to an outdoor to a Kosher Island wine and so Hey, you don't have to say your name Oh, mi oh no! Mistake right away Oops Mistake right away I'm so used to identifying myself It's okay, you said it very fast I'm sure nobody heard it <laughs> It's a strange name anyway Strange Love, yes, exactly Very, very Dr. Strange Love so great to have you here yes say hi to our listeners from varied know, number of countries good night yeah you also have to say good morning hello yeah good morning, hello good, good afternoon. afternoon the people from sydney are listening at 5 a.m if they're 
can't sleep. Yes. Very much. Very dedicated. Good morning. Very dedicated crowd, I'm sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And um, how are you doing? I am well. It's nice where we are here in the Netherlands. We're having our first warm days. Yeah, it's like uh, summer all over again, but in May. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the last day of May, right? So we're edging towards summer. Yes, it's fantastic. Tomorrow is June. But it didn't rain yeah. for a very long time. Yes. And what's nice is that people celebrate the sun here because we don't get too much of it. And so whenever the weather starts looking up, everybody wants to go outside, try to spend their days outside. Yeah. Um, which is a nice thing. So you're seeing a lot of creativity in the streets with our strange corona measures. People are trying to enjoy themselves outside as well as keeping as some distance. Following the rules, some. yeah. Yeah. What did you see creatively? What is that? What did you see that was creative? Um, there's a lot of interesting ways of passing around barbecue equipment. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of cafes and bars that are, have already started converting themselves into takeaway spots. Uh, so you can't really go inside, but you know, people think, you know, we want customers to be able to have a nice cool beer that they don't have to bring from their own fridge so maybe there's a way to keep customers out as well as having them buy stuff in in in, in establishments did you see stuff people like with a big hat like the big hat with the one meter wheel to keep people at distance no I've not no I think that was a German invention yeah I don't know um, if it was a joke or it's an actual thing Yeah, me either. I haven't really been able to figure that out either. Because I think what is quite counterintuitive is that people also, you know, they go out to kind of be attractive and interesting to each other, which I think that is slightly diminished by wearing a one and a half meter parasol on your own head. Yeah, that's true. We have to improve the design, but I think it has great potential. Yeah, maybe if you could, maybe if you if if you do improve the design, then there's a way for people to express themselves through their headgear, through uh -huh. their social distancing headgear. How are you dealing with the Corona life, life after Corona? Um, I'm I'm not sure yet of life after Corona, but life in Corona hasn't of during during Corona hasn't really changed too much for me. Um, because there is a lot of news, there's a lot of things to cover, a lot of strange questions coming up in society and with politicians that have to try and get everything organized. So there's a lot of things to uncover and write about and try to discuss in our newspapers or whatever media it is that journalists want to use. So that was strange. As, 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 The Netherlands closed down and more people were asked to spend their lives indoors in these really sort of siloed off uh, situations that it's just their own living room. Then us journalists were still allowed to go out, so leave our houses, do reporting, go to the newsroom to make the newspaper. Oh, that's nice. So, 
Yeah, so we could yeah, read the news, and the news yeah. would make us really unhappy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. But, but crises in general, I think, are good for journalists. Yeah, also for readers. I mean, not for their mood, but uh, I don't know. You get a little no, adrenaline think, kick when you read the news. But yes, crazy. yeah, yeah. So for us, it's an adrenaline kick, and I think for a lot of people, they did re- a lot of people in the general public might have realized that they that there's a lot of value in having a somewhat centralized or at least recognized recognized source of information. Oh, I do, yes. You think more people realize that thanks to the crisis? Well, the newspaper that I the newspaper that I work for has gotten a lot of extra subscribers. Hurra. Hurra yeah. for the printed press. Yeah, so I'm with the printed press. But then even, but then, you know, we have on, also online subscriptions. So if people just want to read the newspaper online. Um, and, and I think over two months down, there's been 10,000 more readers or, or paying readers. Offline, online, both. Uh, I think most of them was online. Oh, greetings um, if they're listening. Hello. Yeah, or listening. I'm sure a lot of people have started listening more to to radio or podcasts or rediscovering these things. I'm sure, I mean, partly obviously also because they have more time to, right? So, you know, you want to do, be doing something with your time. Um, but yeah. also I think at least one part of it is, is, you know, you want to be either entertained or feel connected to other people. If you know that your friends are also listening to, to the, your radio show, for instance, yeah. then... It's nice to all be listening to it at the same time, and they, there's something you have something to talk about and something to think about together afterwards. Exactly. So it's a combination of those things. Yeah, we, we, we try to stay connected, even though times yeah. are tough. Yeah, I actually think that media in general ha- do but, have a role to play. But I thought you would be that. like traveling the whole world, and now you're l- you're stuck. But actually, as a journalist, yes. you can keep traveling or not. No, no, you can't. So that is that is difficult. So foreign reporting, all of that has 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 quieted down, been halted. Uh, so that is that is frustrating. We can't we can't travel easily. Um, nobody can really, right? So even here, you know, here in the Netherlands, we're we're impatiently waiting for the measures to. Uh, to be loosened and, and for us to be allowed to do all these things outside again, but we, you still don't know if you can travel internationally because other countries will have to make the same decisions. Yeah. So that is that's difficult. Do you have yeah. your? Did you, do you normally travel a lot? Um, not so so much. I generally have, or right now I have one long term project that I'm planning over a couple of years that does involve a lot of travel, maybe one or two um, big trips per year. Um, and then I do try and do like shorter, shorter trips within Europe. Um, and then I do a lot of desk work. Do you have your trusted informers for now that we cannot travel in different countries? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So if I can travel... Then and I'm, I'm working for the newspaper. There are correspondents, so we have our own uh, Dutch or any 
any which nationality, but uh, um, journalists who just live in another place. So, you know, we have someone in London and someone in Washington and in Berlin and um, two guys in in on, on the African continent. And, and so they write stories for us. Um, or we can ask them to write stories for us. And then if I travel... If I am the one doing the traveling, then I'll also reach out. I'll try and reach out and find local journalists who can help me figuring out a story or who can help me do some translation work. Um, Did you do some uh, juicy Corona stories? Um, I mean, everybody's tired I, to hearing about Corona, but not really. <laughs> I did one story actually for, and that was I. Uh, I worked as a as a guiding journalist for a fixer, is what we call that, a fixer for um, a French newspaper, um, and I made a story about um, hospitals in the north of the Netherlands um, and the south of the Netherlands. So we compared how they were dealing with the different. Uh, numbers of patients coming in. Certainly at the beginning of the crisis here in the Netherlands, there was far more uh, patients in uh, in the in the southern provinces, what we call North Brabant and Zeeland, um, and there was far fewer patients, far fewer cases in the north. And so um, that was very interesting to see the situation in the hospitals in the different places. Did the people get spread? Like the sick people in the hospital get spread around? Yes, they did. They did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really the people, the, the doctors in the south of the Netherlands were really quite overworked, as well as the equipment. You know, they didn't have the room to put to put all of these um, really very sick people in beds and to take care of them for for you know, it's, I think an average is three weeks on the intensive care, and then they could take at least another three weeks to um, to recover from that. If you ma- if you make it out, um, and so hospitals in the north of the country agreed to take to take in these patients. Um, so that was very interesting. Uh, also on the human level to see how these doctors learn from each other and um, how there was a, a, a large how overworked how overworked were the doctors. I mean, it's it's hard to say because. It's, it was difficult for journalists to come into the hospitals. Um, I think in the end... Unless you had corona. In the end it was, yeah, yeah, and because obviously they're very busy. Yeah. And so having... It, they're very busy and, and, and you... I, I don't think the hospitals can necessarily trust these journalists to come in and, and stick to their rules of hygiene. So you want to protect everybody. Have so you, you been in the hospital? In Yes, yeah, but then I only I only went in in the north of the country, so this is where there was far fewer, oh. um, far fewer cases where they that were being. So treated. Corona, you can confirm that Corona exists. Yes, I, I, I can confirm that Corona exists. Oh, yes, hear that, not, skeptical listener. Corona exists. I'm, Someone has seen yeah, it. Yeah, no, I'm sorry to report that it is. It really does exist. There's big yeah. news on Radio Kakak Live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you heard it here first. Okay, Verified. I propose we let that sink in for a bit. I play a song <laughs> yes. and then we talk about war and peace, not the book. Oh, sure, yeah, from one easy subject to another. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good job. Yeah. Yo, no son los empresarios con solo moderna. Tú sabes. Ah. que tú eres una bandolera que lo que quiere que te den candela pues vela pa' abajo vela vela esa cadera yo sé que tú eres una bandolera que lo que quiere que te den candela pues vela pa' abajo vela es que tu cuerpo sexy mi a mí me pone mal y esa boquita chula mamá no quisiera besar, no quisiera besar. I buy a black box and I put inside tapes or just a USB stick with the recording of the show. There is a chance that there will be surviving a nuclear disaster. Well, you know, at the very least, you know that if you were to be on the plane and the plane crashed, then it would survive. And is a, nu yeah, a nuclear not, bomb better you, or worse? I'm not wishing for you to be uh, on a plane. On the oh, plane I would crashed. never go on a plane. I would never go on a plane. There you go. Um, would it be worse than with a nuclear blast? It worse than a plane crash? Yes, it, it, yes, it would. Yeah. Which one is worse? The nuclear blast. Oh, yeah. more big news yeah. about your Kakak Live. I know, I know. <laughs> how bad is a nuclear blast? Can you remind the listeners how bad a nuclear blast is? How bad? I mean, it's going to depend on uh, on on the load of the bombs. But we get, you know, an average bomb or a small bomb, a small, a small nuclear bomb. I mean, I mean, we consider the bombs dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki to be small bombs now. Hmm. Small oh, yeah. nuclear bombs. That was even, much even worse than a crashing plane. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And even compared to conventional bombs, they are small. And more new com conventional bombs. Do you think more people died of Corona so far or in uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki together? Together? Well, it's slightly different because Hiroshima and Nagasaki, um, what happens when a nuclear bomb explodes, it, it has a very long, the nuclear radiation has a very oh, long yeah, half-life. Yeah. So it's a generational thing, which Corona is not, right? You just survive Corona. And then Inshallah, you. yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you survive Corona, it's not said that your children yeah. are born with it. Um, but I mean, in the U.S., there's there's more deaths because of Corona than there have been because of 9/11. Uh, oh, okay. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah. Hiroshima so and Nagasaki was like 100 times bigger. How many people died on the spot and later? We don't on know the spot? I'm not even sure. I, I, I could Google, Google it. it, but uh, I have a policy that I only spread right. fake news. That oh. you don't spread fake news. I don't know. I only or I'm all, I'm the only one allowed to spread to spread fake news on the show. There you go. Oh, I, I think that's it. very that's very good. Oh, oh yeah, an estimated nine hundred ninety thousand two hundred forty thousand in Hiroshima yeah. and sixty to eighty thousand in Nagasaki on the spot. Yeah. And then uh, on the spot, right? So yeah. exactly. Yeah. But we don't know. So that is that is almost that is comparable. Yeah. Almost. 80,000 is, you know, it's give or take a few thousand in, in the U.S. You know, we're close to 100,000, I think, in the U.S. now. And, so, and those were small died. nuclear bombs. By now, yes, if you compare to what we make, what we, but what, 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 yeah, the bombs that are being produced now, yes. Who produces these things? Who produces these things? The military. Uh Yes, the military. Yes. I don't have a good relationship with the military because this show is actually about promoting world peace. And they d don't like that. So no, but what's interesting is that what's interesting is that nuclear bombs were first thought to be sort of peace bringers. Yeah, they're good. Right? Right? So we they can are, use them. Yeah, so they are they are they are credited with having ended the Second World War. Um, and and also keeping uh, the cold war cold. Keeping the exactly yeah yeah so and 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 bef even as they were being produced before we there they had a working bomb I think within the Manhattan Project which is the name for the American program to develop the weapon um, it was really thought of as the bomb to end all wars the weapon to end all wars. Didn't work out that way, though. It Otherwise, we wouldn't be here with this radio show. Yeah, no, it didn't. No, I know it really <laughs> didn't work out that way. I think this radio show has a similar goal as the nuclear bomb to stop all wars. To stop all wars, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you know, the radio show might get there faster than the bombs have because you know we've had them for. For a long time now, yeah, <laughs> we've had yeah. them for seventy-five years. Yeah, I, I, I would, I was thinking to maybe stop the radio show before seventy-five years, but of course, right? Yes, I can imagine that. Yeah, yeah, but, I, I, I can yeah, imagine. I, it would I need be to really speed, speed up, speed up the <laughs> world peace process, the peace process. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, can we achieve a question you to you as, as a war expert? or nuclear war expert, whatever hat you want to wear, uh, can we, what, what does it take to get world peace? Just a simple question to, to warm up. What does it take to get world peace? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I really don't know. There's, there's a lot of, you know, there's a, first of all, people don't realize how much work peace is, how much work it takes. Um, and continuous work also, because it's it. I, I think it includes a continuous solving of crises to make sure that they don't evolve and they don't spin into becoming a war or into a crisis that you solve with violence. Yeah, I know what you mean because we had this problem with the chicken in the garden this week, 
like the kids uh -huh. were eating uh -huh. the chicken poop and there was some uh, it escalated so people started to send it, right it would escalate it would escalate yeah. whatsapp whatsapp messages started to get a bit uh, hasty and uh, <laughs> and before you know we had a meeting and uh, it was a very intense meeting but it did not escalate mm -hmm. so that was a small so step towards world solved? peace how, yeah. exactly how did the meeting get solved everybody got what a chance to speak and say what what, okay. what was the problem and also mm -hmm. everybody uh liked each other after all we are all neighbors mm -hmm. and we choose to mm -hmm. live next to each other mm -hmm. so after that uh, we kind of find a solution a chicken poop solution see that's good so yeah you're right so everybody is neighbors every which is the true in the world as well isn't it like in the end we're all each other's neighbors and um we are all a lot alike so so that means that you need to want to have some understanding of what would be the needs of the other person and i think that is that is easy if you're sitting across from one other person if it's all if the conflict is reduced to single people but if we have conflicts in the world then yeah and there's like a lot at the same time everywhere what do you do also exactly yeah and then and then the one person sitting across from you does not just represent themselves but you represent an entire large entity a large group and so does the other person and and within your within yourself you contain then many layers of why you would have this conflict going so in general i think a lot of that work is really sort of peeling peeling off all the different layers of of how the conflict is so worsened over time so to achieve world peace we need to go through all the different conflicts put people around the table yeah unpeel it yes all right but so i take do a while think but yeah that exactly that. that would take a while but yes. we can do that yeah yeah we need good well, translators exactly exactly yes you would need a lot of translators yeah you, you would yeah so listen but i do think yeah. No, it could ahead. be it could be contagious peace yeah i think right like yeah. war yeah. like war is contagious like war it, unfortunately <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> but definitely contagious for different reasons i think can you say something about that about how war is contagious no please peace how peace is contagious um i think peace is contagious because um it is it i think it's behavior that is learned so as soon as right so 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 once you've gotten used to being in a peaceful environment then um you're going to want to keep it I yeah because peace is fun it's much more fun than war yes i mean i know yeah, I, 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 oh, yeah it's not true yeah i think it's more fun yeah because i think in the end what it does is um um i think individuals can be much more invested in peace than they could be in war you know in a war as an individual you stand to lose you lose your liberty and you lose your life um or your family members or whatever whereas in peace there's a lot more to gain there's there's you know you have time and the opportunity opportunities to to grow and uh, be yourself as a person and so that is very appealing i think to in general to people although in war you get to, to have missions and missions are quite cool missions are quite cool yeah but you know that's why we have sports 
And we also have peace missions. I'm, uh, yeah. Oh, they're also wars. Yes, <laughs> those are very difficult because you're asking, what's difficult about a peace mission is you're asking the war machinery, right? You're asking the military that's been set up to wage yeah. wars to yeah. make peace. And it's, that is, that is a difficult thing. You should maybe ask DJs. You should maybe have DJs. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you should try and make and make as many parties in the world as you could. In like in the no man's land between the two parts. Mm -hmm. All right. Now it's getting yeah. concrete. I think let's let's right? sink, that sink in. But uh, now you have to choose. I think maybe the whole episode I'll let you choose between an Ebola song and a Corona song. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no! Do you want an uh, African Corona song or an African Ebola song? Um, let's let's do um, let's do an African Ebola song. I think right. we should also remember. Yeah, you know, there's not just one bad thing in the world. I'm sorry. No, I, that's it. Yeah, I agree to that. There was crisis before, and there was big crisis after. Ex also, very true. Yes, there will always be another crisis. But. There are epic songs about crisis. This is We Must All Arise to Fight Ebola. And it, it's a Liberian song. And it actually contains... A, it features George Weah, the president of Liberia, which was also a football really? player in Milan. So let's enjoy yeah. this. There you go. <laughs> Africa. Mama Africa. We must all rise. Sing together to fight Ebola. We are project Ebola. We live in a world, my people, full of uncertainties, no security. Everything be possible. It could be your mama, your papa, brother, your sister. Let's stand together to fight this deadly disease now. What kind of world we live in? Full of uncertainty. No security. Everything be possible. It could be your mother, your father, even your sister. To fight this deadly disease now From Liberia to Nigeria From Guinea to Sierra Leone Take precaution Mama Africa It could be your mama Your brother, sister, your father Let's start together Mama Africa God bless Africa Ik geloof niet dat corona echt waar is. Ik denk dat het uh, in het midden ligt, de waarheid. Ik heb er heel kakak, fake news. Ebola virus named after a river in Congo. 
where the disease was first discovered in 1977. It spread through direct contact with the blood of an infected person, through contact with needles of infected objects of persons, and also contact with infected animals, possibly by eating infected meat. Symptoms of Ebola include fever, headache, joints and muscle pain, followed by vomiting and several diarrhea, rashes, internal and external bleeding. Ebola has no cure. Infected person must be isolated or infection may spread to others. If you know anyone exhibiting the Ebola symptoms, do not wait. Ensure that person is taken to the nearest hospital for tests to be done. As of July 27, 2014, Ebola has claimed the life of over 670 people in West Africa and is now threatening the lives of health workers. It reported early that sick persons may be treated. Ebola has 10% survival rate. So Thank you, Dr. Strangelove, for Africa. your enlightenment. Africa. <laughs> From Liberia. I hope that wasn't actionable. No, that's something we can all do. We can all have a party somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I also think that when there's a party and people are dancing, you know, there is this, mm -hmm. there is a bit this peace and love vibe, because the music make all the people when it goes well, not a bad party, but a good party. Then you get all the people synchronized and they feel it. They go like, yeah, yeah of course we are all one. But Isn't of course, there's always scary? a fight. There's always a fight in the toilet or stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's true. That's true. Because I mean, as long as that is just you know two drunk guys somewhere, that's okay. But I think that's the alcohol. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you know. Generally, if there's like big peace negotiations, I don't think they serve a lot of alcohol. <laughs> Why? Although, if you really, on the other hand, if you really wanted to break the ice between two people, you might want them to just get a bit tipsy together. Yeah, either before or after the negotiation. I think, yeah, in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah right before maybe, or when you're, um, yeah, when all of the uh, the debates are just getting a bit angry, you just you know, take them to a bar. Yeah, I'm sure this happens, right? Oh yes, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm actually sure a lot of a, f a fair number of political deals is probably made sort of in back rooms as people sip very expensive. You know what? Liquor. You're a good guy after all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they kind of forget what it was that they agreed to, but then you know. <laughs> oh, did I sign this? Did I write this? Yeah, no, you know exactly. Yeah, as long as you have the signature, then. Do I you think there is a lot of wars going on right now? Right now, as in, uh, yeah, uh, there, as we speak and as we listen, yeah, where as we listen, as we listen, actually, well, um, I know there's a, a, a few conflicts and some fighting this morning in Burkina Faso, oh, um, which is uh, which is a, a herd. A, herders and, and, and pastoralists conflict and flares up every now and then. Oh, so sad. Yeah, that is very sad. Yeah. What's that? A herder and pastoralist conflict? So this is a, a it's a form of 
competition really that we've seen has intensified under under stress of climate change and, and political unrest. Wait, wait, climate change is also real? I'm sorry, yes. Yeah, I'm doing a really, really bad job at easing, at easing your listeners into all of these hard truths. Oh, big uh, news, yeah. big news. Big news, big news, yeah, yeah. You need, a, you need some sort of like sound, like a, like a klaxon or something when this comes up. I have a jingle because my, my, my listener who doesn't believe in Corona sent me a vocal message, which I'm now using as a jingle. It says Radio Kakak fake news. Ah, okay, okay. Well, you know, throw a couple of those in so, for this conversation, maybe. <laughs> so, which one is true? Climate change exists. That's the truth. Yes. Because yeah. you said it, and I'm the only one allowed I to say it. I firmly believe. No, yeah. I will say it. I, do, you want, do you need me to repeat it? No, I think, I think we're clear. And now let's go back okay. to, the, to the cows or the goats. Let's go back. Yes, yes, yeah. So, um, um, partly because of climate change, what happens is that um, groups of people that engage in different forms of livelihood, you know, there's people that keep cows for a living or sheep for a living, um, and there's people that work the land. Yeah, and the and pastoralists are, are the ones that take the cows all over the place, right? Yeah. They don't and have a fixed heard, they, farm. That's uh, the grazers, yeah. Oh, the grazers. Yeah, so they will... T- Yeah, so they will take their animals to different parts of the country or the region to, to graze. And, uh, and they run the risk of, of eating the, the crops that are farmed, you know, that the farmers uh, uh, sow and grow. Um, oh, yeah, I, I know how it is because sometimes the chicken, they eat yeah. vegetables here in the garden and the neighbors exactly. get pretty pissed off. Yes. And But you can imagine, you can imagine that if because of, you know, a hot summer, if there is less uh, vegetables in the garden because, you know, it wasn't the right, it was too dry and it wasn't the right circumstances for you to grow your, your vegetables, um, the chicken are still going to be hungry also, right? So they're still going to eat whatever they can find. Yeah, and, the, and maybe the neighbor who's upset about the vegetables is not just like fa- a, a fancy hobby. It's more like what you have to eat. No, to no, survive. yeah, yeah, yeah. They really need the vegetables. Yes, yeah. They really, this I mean, really their. Don't their get me wrong, listener. Everybody needs their vegetables. Always. Yeah. yeah. I had a green smoothie today just to make up for my eventual lack of vegetables. Oh, great! So I'm, I'm good. I'm stocked up. What yeah. was so green about it? What was green about it? I don't know. They just chucked a bunch of green things in there. Spinach. Like kiwis, spinach, S- spirulina. No, I don't think actually. I don't think so. I mean, in the end, it wasn't a very hip juice. It was like an all-the-time juice. So I don't think they throw spinulina oh, in. No. Just, you know, they might throw off a lot of customers, I think. Yeah. So, wait. The so, pastoralists and the herd... No, the cows of the pastoralists, they ate the crops. And that started yeah. a war. Well, it doesn't necessarily start a war. No, but in Burkina. In Burkina. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's I mean, it, I still wouldn't call it a big, a big war, but it is a conflict. It's a conflict over the use of the land. Yeah. And, um, and every now and then that leads to very big clashes between yeah. people. And I think, I'm not sure, but I think dozens, a few dozen people died oh my in, God. in these clashes last weekend or over this weekend. Yeah, oh, my God. And, and While we were here enjoying yeah. the sunshine. Yeah. 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 That's sad. A lot of things happen at the same time, you know? 
I hope if you're listening and you had a conflict this weekend that you're safe. And uh, but I also heard uh, about war. I heard the uh, Yemen. There is a war. Yemen, yes, definitely a war still going on. I mean, I can't tell you what happened today. No, but that is definitely it's okay because you know. Yeah, so that's a big war, right? It's been going on for a while. That is a big war. Yeah, it's been going on for for definitely for a couple of years. I think for at least five. Yeah, a lot of suffering. That is a lot of suffering. Yes. Yeah, and that is. Um, I think what's interesting about Yemen. So you have Yemen and Syria. I think are on the same plane, where we're seeing a lot of failure from outside states. So it seems as though these are wars within what's the that countries. What's that failure from outside state? Well, these these they are wars that seem like it's just a local conflict, right? So it's it's Syria is a civil war. Yemen is is a war over power in the region, mostly. Um, so you could easily say, ah, you know, we let we literally will just let them fight over it, and and it's got nothing to do with people here in Western Europe, for instance. But in both cases, and especially in Yemen, it had the West has a large sort of behind the scenes influence, and and one of the things that plays a big role is. Uh, the weapons trade, the you arms mean trade. The West, like so our country, like if the listener is in the West, which I think most listener would be, it means if, our government that we vote for has an influence on the war in Yemen, like a bad influence. Yeah, well, um, government is hard to say, but definitely, um, there's definitely a proven uh, economic impulse in in the the war in Yemen which is the international arms trade the what so the international arms trade so it's it's companies in in our countries for instance in the Netherlands and also in Italy and also in France that sell weapons to parties that are involved in this conflict and have been for the last few years so they are shooting each other with with the european weapons yeah, or American, or yeah. Mm, yeah. So sad. Yeah, that's very unfortunate. Yeah, that, that's very that's infuriating. Why is infuriating? Are you infuriated? Over, I can be quite infuriated over something like this. I can understand why a conflict arises between groups that want the same thing, um, but. Um, yeah, I can get quite infuriated with the way, you know, if, if people don't have weapons, then they cannot wage wars in the way that they do, right? I mean, they'll they'll find a way to find to fight each other, probably. But um, if they don't have drones, then they don't, they can't use drones. And if they cannot buy state of the arm or say, say uh, sorry, state of the art um, weapon systems, then they can't use those. So yeah, I wish I wish we could be a bit stricter in in selling weapons. Selling weapons. Yeah, yeah, Let me shoot. Yeah, yeah. But I think we should. Yeah, but there's a quite a lot of money that gets made for it. So yeah, but what kind of money is that? It's very very sad exactly. money. Yeah, it's like worse than cigarettes. Uh, I yeah, I guess um, in a way, is it? Wait, hang on. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, cigarettes are pretty bad, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you do know. it to yourself. 
But then, you know, we, you know, we made it more difficult for cigarettes to be sold. Yeah, so we should do we the should same do the with same weapons. Weapon. Oh, great. Yeah. Let's make a campaign about that. Okay, okay. So, what could be the hashtag? What could be the hashtag? Weapon skill. Weapon skill. Weapon skill. Yes, exactly. You make a perfect analogy. <laughs> mm, maybe you can come up. Okay, maybe with a better hashtag. Bigger, yeah. Corona There's or Ebola big. song? Another Ebola song, please. It's the last one. I only had three. I already played them. I already played two. <laughs> Ebola song. This is it. Ebola in town. Ebola in town. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Hey, but we, we're not making fun of of bad things no. like Ebola, Corona, and weapons trade. No, absolutely not. No, they're serious. They things. are not things to be. I mean, they are things to be taken seriously. Um, but sometimes, you know, it helps sometimes to talk to talk nicely about hard stuff. Also, yes, yeah. Also, because it's always difficult that. Exactly. Bad stuff yeah. happen if you look at it on the big picture, but then you mm -hmm. go back to your own life and you don't know what to do, yeah. and then you, you can make a joke, and at least you don't feel shit about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, making a little light of these things, we're talking about them lightly, will help you. And it also helps you stay motivated because if you thought, you know, if you spoke heavily and, and always sadly or negatively about difficult things in life or difficult things in the world I don't I think you'd quite quickly lose the motivation or lose the belief that there's something that can be changed yes there so is something that can be changed through Ebola songs exactly. we can change the weapon trade industry you never know let's do it Ebola songs. Are they a funny thing yes. or are they a great thing? Well, on the surface of it, it sounds, you know, like they make fun of a, of a heavy situation, but they can serve a purpose. Actually, these Ebola songs, they don't even really make fun. They're really. No, exactly. Not they funny are. Songs. Yeah, they are public service announcements in the form of a song. 
And yeah. so this really helps to inform large numbers of people of what to do and how to try and prevent the spread of the disease. And that's why also Corona in some places in uh, Africa... Is the exact same, it, it's yeah. When it's it, the same it was controlled quite more easily because of the Corona songs yeah. they were grooving to. They help, they help people uh, get the message, especially, especially actually in, in, in certain parts of Africa where not everybody will... will there not not everybody is you know able to read or not everybody has a newspaper or people do cannot afford continuous cell phone plans with with internet coverage radios um and 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 uh, radio programs and music can be a way of of reaching people and uh, we and so it's, it's not evil if we dance to these songs back here it's fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, okay. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, you know, well, maybe your listeners learned something about Ebola too. My listeners, sorry, but they're your listeners too. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yes, of course. Well, I hope, I hope, dear listeners, that you maybe you learned something about Ebola. What what sh- what should they learn about Ebola, doctor? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I mean, in much the same way that you want want people to learn about about Corona now, right? It's a way to how to protect yourself and how to protect others. And well, no, I think that's the most important message, actually. But also, that it was it's pretty bad. They had like ten percent uh, death rate as opposed to Corona. Yeah, oh, maybe something around one percent. If yeah. you get it, you're fucked. Yeah. I mean. Pardon Pretty much, French. yeah. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's a horrible disease. Absolutely. And now they actually were celebrating the last patient who healed, uh, and that was it. That was yeah. finished, the Ebola, thanks to the music. And then, bam, the well, next I, week the corona arrived in uh, Liberia or Guinea. Yeah, or it was. and uh, I actually think they might have found one or two cases again. Hmm, so Even of Ebola, yeah. But yeah, it's true, it was a couple of months ago, and they... They let out the last patient out of the uh, out of the treatment center in uh, in the Congo. Congo. Uh, yeah. Tell me something about Congo. Uh, tell you something about Congo. It Please. is one of the most beautiful countries in the world. Uh, why, why? I would argue. Why? Um, it has it, it it has great natural beauty. So it has a huge rainforest. Um, and it has um, great lakes. You know, it's a great Lake Victoria. It's a great lake district of uh, of the African continent. Uh, it forms part of of one border. Uh, the people are great. They are really very warm. Um, yeah, it's just really it's a great country. What were you doing there? I went there to report on to do a story on illegal. Gold there comes the bad news. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was digging for it. Um, <laughs> but also about, I also did, uh, at the same time, it was a story about, um, about uh, natural conservation. So um, about a wild park, a natural park. Oh, what kind of animals yeah. are in there? Or cool stuff? They, um, it's it's the Okapi Reserve, which is 
I think the only place in the world really where they have a population, a wild population of okapis. What's that? Which are they are they kind of look like a, a crossing, like a combination of a small giraffe and a donkey and a zebra. So they have cool. like the striped legs. Yeah, they're really cool and they're very shy. Um, and but they were they were hunted a lot by by the Belgian king when when Congo was still his colony. Um, but thankfully, there was a, a small population that that stayed. And uh, yeah, so they really try and, and protect that. And then obviously, I mean, I think a lot of people might know there's a lot of or there's one very successful gorilla. Um, uh, sanctuary reserve where they keep mountain gorillas, which are also equally um, endangered. Exotic. exotic, yeah, endangered, yeah, yeah. And um, so, this Okapi reserve has something to do with uh, illegal gold trade. You said or gold mining? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you happen. I mean. That is actually the that that is a curse. So Congo is not a is not a place that has a an established state. Well, how does that an established look government? Like? Uh, like it means that it mean, yes, it's very close to Belgium uh, in that sense. <laughs> and uh, but but slightly with slightly more uh, corruption and also slightly more AK forty sevens. That's like a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's being run by different gangs in different parts of the country. Oh my god. Um yeah. Yes, exactly. So that means that there's no authority on on what happens with the land or with the natural resources of the country. Um and um yeah, so so that's that's the curse of the country that it's very rich in in natural resources. So there's these great forests, but there's also a lot of minerals that you can find and there's nobody to to divide it equally or in a system and so everybody just tries to take their own piece of the pie and are willing to fight for that including even in uh, national parks that are supposed to be protected uh, natural areas so in this park of the okapi there might be gold or is other parts there is a lot of gold yes oh yeah and yeah. people with guns so go there and take the gold and, and the animals, Yeah, they all stick. Yeah, the so people with guns go there and they, they try to get a piece of the land within the park and then dig for gold. Hey, what's so bad about this uh, illegal gold trade? Because I was hearing some time ago that all the precious metals, even in the mobile phones, so not only in the bling bling, but also in all the electronics, they yeah. almost all, we don't know if they actually come from a conflict area and illegal warlord in, land almost or? impossible to find out where it's from but uh, is it like uh, most of it comes from a crazy conflicted mine or is it very hard to say um it, it really depends on 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 the mineral itself so gold for instance you can find that in quite a lot of places and and, and the one country or the one region is you know is is better i'm gonna say it's, it's better arranged than the other so for gold I'm, i don't want to say percentages but but there's more regulated areas where it can come from um 
And there's been a lot of work to, for instance, make sure that um, diamonds are gained or dug safely. Yeah. So I, you might have heard the term blood diamonds. Yes. Um, right, yeah. I must so think of Leonardo DiCaprio. Exactly, yes. There you go. So there's a pretty good system that now at least it can be used to control if, if, if uh, diamonds come from an area that is known for violence or not. Or, yeah. But what is the truly most interesting thing about this illegal trade of minerals that you want to share with the listener <laughs> who is right there across the room? Oh, no. Uh, really, the truly most interesting thing is um, the issue is Yeah, I know it's not a soundbite, but the issue is very nuanced. I mean, it's very easy to say that something is uh, is illegal, uh, but if it feels for people that it is the only livelihood the on they have, the only way that they can make extra money or the only way that they can be safe, um, then it's it's very difficult to, to tell people that they can't. So they shouldn't stop. But they can't what? Wait, but we're talking about mining. They should About mining, yeah. yeah. In the, in the natural so reserve. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I find that very difficult to yeah, so only say that stop. it is wrong. Yeah. Yeah, because you can understand, I think, or that was one thing that I could, when I was there, I could definitely understand why for some people it would be beneficial or it would be very difficult to decline the possibility of trying to make extra money did by you, mining. Did you also get offered this possibility when you were there? No, no. You didn't. No, I was not asked if I wanted to do mining myself. No. <laughs> to get some extra money. <laughs> yeah. I think I mean it's very tough work, I think. Yeah. Backbreaking, literally. Yeah. What uh, can we do in our daily life to Can we yeah, do something or can we just, you know, that's just something that is there and we can't do I mean, anything. there's some ways, I mean, if you, if you wanted to make sh or if, if you wanted to not add to the problem, I guess, then um, try and buy recycled gold, which is hard listen for up, Listener, buy recycled gold. <laughs> yes. It's a good tip. I mean, there is, you know, there is jewelers and, 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 and smithies that work with recycled gold. So if oh, you, that's cool. it's difficult to do for, uh, yeah, it's difficult to do for, for mobile phones and stuff because that's, you know, brand new. Stuff also, if you're they, an investor yeah. and you invest in gold, invest in recycled gold. It's going to be the next big exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be the next big <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't do economic stories too much, but yeah, I'm sure <laughs> it'll be the next big thing. Oh yeah, I am an economist, not only a DJ. Okay, it's time to choose between a Corona <laughs> song and a Corona song. Well, obviously it's going to be the first Corona song. All right, Corona song it is. Respect Ghana. Yo, say me. Yeah, 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 yeah
Um, the Space Force. The what? The Space Force. What's the Space Force? So a couple of days ago, a couple of years ago, Donald Trump decided that he wanted the U.S. military to also be in space. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. And you want to make a story about it? Yes. Yeah. It's Very a sci-fi. story about peace. It's it's really not about world peace. No, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm really yeah. letting you down on the world peace front. No, no, but that's why I invite you. I like to have a dissenting voice. <laughs> Finally, someone who's against world peace. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be yeah. out of a job in no time. <laughs> I would. Yeah, people tell me that all the time. It's really annoying. <laughs> Are you actively sabotaging world peace? Yes. Yeah. Or just pretend like, ah, to be. So you're not in favor of them. Yeah. Um, no, I am. Hey, about World Peace and about Star yeah. Wars podcasts, I mm-hmm. you, we were talking uh, for the listener. We were talking about the fic- audio fiction that uh, Doctor Strangelove will make about Star or is making about Star Wars. Correct? Yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. It's a very non-journalisty thing, obviously, because we're making it all up really a story we're making but it's nice exciting but uh, there's yeah. all sorts of war and no happy ending well there's no there's not really a war but there's not really a happy ending either so okay. yeah okay. we're still writing it we're Stay not in tuned. ask me about it all anonymously you will hear about it when it comes out in which language english english there you go yeah so that might help yeah hey Definitely. about audio stories uh, I have this mm-hmm. question in this radio show, which in this episode, which might be the last I have to address, which is uh, mm-hmm. how can I, I, we use, I use me and you, the listener, and you, the special guest with high expertise, how can we use radio, this radio moment in the whole of the universe? We are having a radio moment just now, and maybe some more radio moments ahead. How can we use it for system change? Or how are other people using it for system change or social change? Well, I think actually that radio is really an important medium for people to get their message out. Uh, It's something that um, 
it doesn't require you people to be able to read, so the audience can just listen, which is it's either great if you're a bit lazy, but it's especially good if you can't read well. And you still get the message. Um, and uh, it's, in that sense, quite a direct way of reaching the listener. Obviously, it's more difficult for the listener to reply to you. But um, in, in first instance, if all you want to do is get a message out and get people to think and hear an important thing, an important message, then radio, I think, is really very, very useful medium. And it's being done in the world in multiple places. Um there is stories of, for instance, in, in, in Sudan, in Darfur, the re- a region that was really uh, badly closed off of the world and um, had uh, a population that was suffering from genocide and a famine and the worst things imaginable. Um, but refugees that have set the country have started a radio station in the Netherlands and um, will try and get uh, as much information across to their uh, loved ones, their family, or people that they might know that are still in Darfur, and they can they can reach them through or over the airwaves. Um, what, there's like FM or like web radio? Uh, I think, I'm not entirely sure, but I think it might just be FM. It could be AM. I think FM. It could, oh, it actually is. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. AM. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's really that's. I was considering so whether I should do here an AM station in our house so that people all over the world could hear it. But then I'm thinking yeah. I don't know if they would find it interesting, like this European dude playing uh, African music. Well, but the music. question is, why not? Right? Why wouldn't they find it interesting? How would they find <laughs> it? I need to to find a way to give them the frequency. Yeah. I mean. I guess you would, I think now I guess you would use a lot of social media to get people to listen to you. Yeah. Um, but then if you have social yeah. media, you might as well listen to the web radio. That's true. Mm. Yeah. I have to think yeah. it through further. See if you think that's true. And what did they say? But I this, think uh, in Sudan, this Sudan story, what did they say with the... So, um, so it is people from the, f- it's mostly people from the free part of the world sending information to people in a far less freer part of the world. So um, basically any kind of information, even if it's information or news from Sudan itself, is new to these people. Um, oh, it's a bit like it's when new. there was World War Two here in Europe. It's and then very much like that. From the yeah, UK. We had yeah, there was a, a, like pirate radio. Radio Orange. Yeah, in Holland, in France, in Italy, Radio Londres. In France, very, exactly. Radio Londres. It's very much like that, yeah. Yeah, and we've had, I mean, in the other side of the world, in, in Colombia, there, there's there been a lot of radio shows where family members would try to reach um, their loved ones who had become FARC members, for instance, to try and get back in touch with them and try and um, convince them to, to give up their weapons and, 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 you know, join their back with the rest of society. Um, and that project has continued. This is like, where uh, this is like for people who don't know the story, is like rebels in the jungle. I mean, people who live their yeah. normal life and they go in the jungle, they join groups of rebels. They what what exactly. did they want to rebel or what did they want to obtain, these armed groups? Uh, 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 FARC in general was a rebellion and then turned into a slightly more criminal organization, I want to say. But yeah, they had a socialist 
pretty heavy socialist agenda. Uh, if I'm right. But at some and, point, their um, relatives are like, "Please come back." Yeah. So their parents, their parents would really say, um, "You know, we're trying, we're trying to, to, to reach you, and please, please join us again. De-radicalize, uh, leave this guerrilla movement." Um, and and that would have some effect. And and they continued uh they they continued the program to now a couple of years ago they signed there was a peace agreement signed. Um and actually one of FARC's uh demands was that their political um uh ideas would get more media attention. So they said we want a bigger political um uh, discussion in the country, so we want media to to, to talk and, and write about our political opinions. And what they did was they made up a they made up I think it's twenty radio stations by now, very local. They do local news for different people in different communities in in uh, uh, in the whole of the country. And uh, the radio stations are manned by former FARC members and uh, local victims. So people that were victims of the fighting between the FARC and, and the Colombian military, as well as these former rebel members, make radio stories together. So it's proper peace radio program. So it's proper peace and collaboration, and yeah. Maybe I should That's invite cool. my neighbors, who we had a fight about chicken, yes, to do the radio yes, together. Should, yeah, or maybe even Joe asked the chickens to join. Oh yeah, because they're the victims. They are the victims, so I think there should be, you know, that's a very important thing. It's very, you know, they should never be overlooked, the victims. You know, they should have always have a place in the process. <laughs> I don't know, I have to think it through. Uh, now you have to choose between a Corona song and a non-Corona song. Should we just make it a non-Corona song? Just yeah, for the heck of it? let's make it a non-Corona song. This is, again, a remix by Akiz Beats, which if you know, nobody knows him, probably in the listeners, but if you know him, you knew that I already played two tonight, also called No Magic, uh -huh. and uh, he's an epic dude from Croatia, who takes oh, Af great. African music and other ec exotic music and remixes it for the pleasure of the listeners, myself, the special guest, <laughs> and the chicken. Exactly.
What is your message to mankind? Because basically, yeah. there is a point in this radio show when we face our mortality, especially in the face of the corona pandemic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're all a bit locked up, can't travel. Before you know, you're locked up in a hospital and you die. Could be oh, tomorrow, oh, okay. could be over a month, could be over 50 years, but it will happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you have a message. True. If you have a message, you better say it. Don't keep it to yourself. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just important that people try to be kind. Oh. Love I'm it. Sorry, it is very, very simple. Oh. But I think it's... Wisdom in the house. <laughs> Wisdom in the house of virus. Wisdom in the year of Father Molotov. And you, listener, try to be kind. Thank you. Yeah. No, it's true. And uh, one of my role models is the Dalai Lama. Mm. And uh, he once said, my religion is very simple. My religion is kindness. Yeah, you just have to remember that part. So, you know, but it's, it's, uh, it goes a long way, I think, to making, makes yourself happy and content, I think. But also just, you know, it's nice that, be able to give people a nice day or something. Oh, if enough yes. people do tiny things like that. He also said, the Dalai Lama, who is, did not speak at this radio show yet, he said, Unfortunate. Try to be kind whenever possible. It's always possible. <laughs> It's very funny. Hey, uh, you said that your message is try to be kind and I am appreciating to the fullest I want to ask you to share some personal wisdom how with which tricks and hacks do you use to be kind more more often to be uh, what what tricks do I use to be kind more often Um, I try to just wish people a good day oh cool (laughs) 
what is my favorite things to do actually when I do groceries and stuff like that is just to inform how the cashier's day is going oh and do they reply generally yes yeah okay I think in general people kind of like that um I, I never know the cashier in the supermarket if it's uh, you know if they like that is that yeah. a thing to yeah. do I think you should I think you should do I think actually it helps to be a bit bold and a bit kind because it's easier to be uh, shy and not make the contact but yeah. yeah it also isn't so much work to just no look someone in the eye yeah it's super easy it takes like five seconds Less. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you know, you're you're there anyway, so it doesn't matter. Really and how do you? Know? Yeah, okay. This is a good trick. Other trick? <laughs> it's super easy. It's, I mean, it's it's not even a trick. It's just really, I guess. The it's just fucking politeness. Probably on the very first day. Yeah, but yes, exactly. It's just basic politeness, but, but it really yeah. goes a long way. And uh, how do you do it? If uh, sometimes you're just lost in your own thoughts. Or thinking about something else, or you know. Yeah, that's true. It can, yeah. Just you know, take out your earphones. Yeah. If you go into places, like take out your earphones. If you go onto the bus. Yeah. No. Listener, right now you're listening to the podcast. I know. Take off your please earphones. Please Ask yeah, someone in random how it's going. Exactly. Don't do it now. Just wait until exactly. It's yeah. appropriate until it's appropriate. Wait until it's appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> It'll <laughs> be weird. Weird can also be good. Yeah. And and also kids are the easiest thing to be nice and kind to. Uh-huh. I have one of Which those is, I think housemates of one one a year and a half. Not right? very easy to be kind to. I also easy to get pissed. No, well not for you, because <laughs> you spend like twenty four hours a day with them. <laughs> Product. But I bet if like someone on the like, like someone in the park just you know has a friendly wave to them or says a funny thing to them, that entertains. It also entertains you because you see that you're that the one-year-old is entertained. So do you think there yeah. is a link between being kind and uh, system change or structure? With what? Wh which times? You know, we were talking about how. You are one individual, and then there is a very big systems structure which mm -hmm. has some problems and maybe needs some things. And you, as an individual, yeah, sometimes understand parts of it, and you get really upset because you can't do anything about it. Do you think being yeah. kind to a kid has something to do with that, or it's just nice? Um, I'd say it's just nice, but I guess uh, enough surface level nice things again are gonna make you know if you if you have enough nice things around you as soon as you don't have them you're gonna want to work to make it better so maybe maybe if there's enough surface level tiny small kind polite things that you do for each other in passing that's gonna seep into the rest of the structure but I don't know I haven't really thought about it that way but maybe there's a maybe there's a chance of that happening. And listen up, I, this is no fake news because I'm not saying it. Doctor Strange Love is saying it. Mm, yeah. I think this is a great yeah. ending. Maybe we should just end. Just end. Yeah, this is a great <laughs> ending.
All right, well, I'm glad I gave you good parting words. It's fantastic. Thank you so much, Dr. Strangelove, for sharing your love of nuclear weapons. And <laughs> maybe we didn't even get too in depth in that because it's so fascinating. We didn't, no. The, the peace bomb. Bye. And the peace uh, bomb, yeah, that's the system that should change, but you know. <laughs> maybe the military should make radio shows. Peace radio uh, yeah. instead of the like the yeah. next step after the nuclear weapon <laughs> is the radio show. Turn them all into generators for piracy radio. Wait, shows. can you turn a nuclear weapon into no. electricity? No. no. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, that would be great. I think someone should try and figure that one out. I don't think that they have. Uh, what is your one-year-old doing right now? Maybe, you know, well, start I can, training them early. I can turn them into a generator. No. Oh, I can... No, you should maybe <laughs> turn them into a generator expert. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah, I have an offline listener here who's giggling because uh, she's uh, 30 seconds later. And she, she <laughs> thought it was a good idea because she's teaching uh, maybe students about uh, recycling uh, in a creative way for social oh, change. That's great. So there you go. <laughs> maybe you can give an assignment about that. No, she's quitting her job, actually. <laughs> uh, re, re, redesign youth for, uh, for a nuclear weapon. Can, can a nuclear bomb be used as a furniture? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really don't want any of that. You don't really don't want those things. Do they like house. explode if they're in your house and you kick them? Or? No, no, they don't explode. I mean, if that were the case, they would be exploding all over the place right now. Okay, you can just shake them a bit. Nothing happens. No, you can't. Just, no, but also don't shake them. You never know. <laughs> How do they explode? Do you know? They're yeah. Well, they're detonated. But you know, they have. I mean. Like, what do you want me to say? Are you drunk? <laughs> uh, wait. Uh, they are detonated with a button from far away, or just you throw them from an airplane and bam? Used to be you would just throw them from an airplane and bam. Yeah. Okay. But I think by now they have, like, guided ones and missiles. I think you could make furniture. <laughs> what you would you'd want to experience it? No, you could make furniture out of it. Ah, you could make furniture <laughs> unless it's like know. airplane or help airplane furniture. Because <laughs> airplane furniture it's really getting it off falls, the rails actually, now. This is getting absurd. <laughs> it's getting absurd. Yes, no, but indeed. I'm thinking. Yeah. No, but the thinking behind it is there is tens of thousands of nuclear bombs right yeah. right there and yeah. if you just detonate a hundred it's already total loss or not do you need more oh yeah if they're like well distributed maybe or even less like 50 20 i don't know so we maybe should even 20 yeah. yeah maybe even 20 so we should find an alternative use for these bombs <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about furniture, it was just an idea, but, uh, yeah. Keep workshopping it, that's awesome thing, yeah. <laughs> Electricity would be really, really nice. <laughs> but uh, should we give the listener the news about weapons that we were talking about? Yeah, let's do it. Listener, <laughs> there was news about weapons, uh, nuclear weapons a few months ago. Maybe you should say it, because you're more uh, expert about it. 
you 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 mean about the uh, about the, the treaties, right? That are being dismantled. Yeah, the treaties are being dismantled. What treaties? So there's a few. They're called arms control treaties. So they are mostly agreements between the U.S. and Russia, which are the big powers that used to be the, the big powers, obviously, of the Cold War. Yeah. And um, uh, and they used to have agreements on on dismantling some of their weapons and at least not using them. Yeah, I heard that they dismantled a lot. Like in the last forty yeah. years, they slowly cut down, yeah. like eighty percent. Yeah, exactly. I don't yeah, know if they, they made furniture out of it, but they just... Yeah, no, I don't think they did, no. Or radio shows. <laughs> or <laughs> radio that, shows, yeah. But at least... No, uh, but so... They, yeah, so, and so they stuck to it, yeah. But then in the last, maybe, yeah, couple of years, um, especially the US, the United States, has withdrawn from a lot of agreements or nullified them. and So that's really... It's not great news. It means that there's no control. There's no oversight. So these agreements were made when? In the 80s? Or in the 90s? Or before? Um, some of them in the 80s. I mean, the, the largest one that we have, the general one that goes, that's just the general treaty that just says weapons are bad is from the 70s. That's, that, that was and probably most, some good alcohol drinking in, uh, in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So then so weapons are the bad was the first one and then they said, okay, let's take them apart. And then they actually did it exactly. for 40 years. Yeah. And 2020 yeah. or 2019, yeah. the Russia and the US said, you know what? Actually, we should stop dismantling them. We should cut this yeah. treaty because it's not yeah. that bad. It's not that bad. So they are actually now Ooh. making more nuclear we weapons. Yeah, I'm not sure they're making more, but they're at least uh, we know that the United States are looking at modernizing the weapons that they have, so they are building new ones at least. Mm. Um, so yeah. Do you get worried about uh, nuclear war sometimes? Um, I think I think we're in general we are very aware and. You know, even Donald Trump is very aware that you don't want to use a nuclear bomb. Okay, it's still a peace uh, and it's bomb. Yeah, yeah. I think he knows, even he, even Donald Trump knows that there's no, once you escalate to nuclear war, there's no going back. However, I think we shouldn't be nonchalant about them because even if you didn't intend to use a nuclear weapon, there's so many out there now, and there's so many different countries that have these nuclear weapons that, you know, there's always a chance for an accident. There's oh, yeah. unintended use. Um, so that that worries me. Mm, well, it's like yeah. uh, if I play a Corona song while we talk about this, it's like, you know, playing an Ebola song in a show about Corona. Yeah, it, oh, totally, yeah. <laughs> Be yeah. inappropriate, but still rel relativizes yeah. all the problems. Yeah. And I, yeah. Yeah, I read the article that uh, among the risks that people dis destroy themselves, like people as a species destroy themselves, mm. number one is nuclear wars. So you think corona is dangerous? Nah. Exactly. Exactly. It certainly would be the most effective, I think. It's so funny that there's thousands of these bombs. <laughs> it's like overproduction. Yeah. Yeah. 
But also the big discussion is who can have it and who not. In fact, Iran, this whole debate about Iran is that they want the bomb, which a lot of countries have, and they can't. Yeah. No, that's exactly, it's very true. Yeah. And they're, and, and it's bad for that, to, for that to be the only discussion about these bombs, because then it makes one country look like the bad guy. Yeah. Whereas we have these other countries that have had them for a very long time, and they should also take responsibility for continuing dismantlement or uh, continuing to, to be very careful with these bombs. So, yeah, I, I think... But at some point... We used to, we, yeah. no. well, I was going to say, we used to be, we as a public, as just general population, civilians, used to be much more aware of the danger of these weapons. And it also makes sense, right? Because they haven't been used. These weapons have not been used for the last 75 years, which is great. It's a good thing. But then you sort of forget about the threat. And nobody's really... I don't want to make everybody scared all the time, but we we should continue to talk about the fact that there are still so many weapons. We should there. make nuclear war hip again. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to do that with the word peace. Next episode can maybe be make nuclear war hip again. I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that's catchy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm not. You know. I'm not sure that hip is the right, the good word. But yeah, relevant. <laughs> Make it relevant again. <laughs> yeah, why? Why do we have so many? It's such a funny thing. I think uh, yeah. m- maybe the answer is a little dense. You know? It is very dense, yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't say dance, like density. I meant like dance, like when you dance. I think you should dance. Yeah, we should dance. In, in, the face, good. in the face of absurdity. Exactly. Yeah, in the face of adversity and absurdity, it's always good to just bust a move. All right, I'm gonna play a bust a move song, and I think then we hang up and we close it, and then Great. you can tune in, well. and then uh, you can also dance with me. I can also you, dance, okay, good. The listeners who are listening, and the listeners of the future who will listen to this. As a recording, if you are listening to the recording, you are the listener of the future. And we're just all going to dance a little bit together in the face of absurdity. All right. Great plan. Good night. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much, Dr. Strangelove, and you, listener, for listening up to this point. And uh, that's it. Let's go on to another week. Hurra. Good luck. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Who's the king of jokes?